across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. All right, so uh, we're going to continue the conversation. Abednego Maluleka is uh, uh, somebody who is using, currently using Nyaobin. He's agreed just to come onto the show and to speak to us about it. So let's just try again in terms of that line. Abednego, can you hear me clearly this time? Yeah, yeah, you Okay, just just talk to us about your journey. Um, when did you start using Nyaobin? By what? When did you start using Nyaube? Nyaube, uh, now I have four years. When I said where's Nyaube? You've been using it for four years? Yeah. And why did you start using it? When I have a stress, I started with... When when I started... Can you speak Zulu? Yes, you can, you can. Yeah. Hello, Abednego. All right. I certainly hope that they don't have low shedding in his area because we're not winning with that line and that connection to him. But uh, basically, he's been describing how... Hello, st- he- Hello Abednego. Yeah, yes, I can hear you. Uh, yeah, but after that, you know, people want to see the sister and basically let me just translate for our listeners uh, he's saying that you know he started he's been smoking now for four years now he started because uh, you know he was experiencing quite a bit of stress in his life and a friend actually offered uh, said to him look uh, you know just just smoke a bit of this and you are going to feel much better and basically that's how um, his reliance and his use of nyaube started uh, but he says since then um, Bizo Maleka, who is the entrepreneur that we're going to be speaking with shortly, um, offered him an opportunity to be part of his company and offered him work and said to him, but you're going to have to reduce the amount of times that you are smoking uh, this drug. And so he only uh, smokes Nyaobe once a day now. And I think let's 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 try and leave it there with, with Abed Nico for, uh, for now. And let me try and, and bring into the conversation uh, Tolani Ndlovo, who is a former user of, of Nyaobe. Tolani, good morning to you. Morning, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. Uh, firstly, Good. just tell me about your own journey of, of, of using Nyaobe. How did you start? From the start, from the beginning. When, when did you start using? Uh, roughly around 2018. Mm. Okay, sure. I, I grew up in a good family mm. uh, with both parents. But unfortunately, uh, my parents passed away. Uh, you know the stress. That's why I got to up with the wrong people. Uh, then along the way, I got introduced to Nyaope with some guys. Uh, by the time I lost my parents, I went to sell on the train from uh, Soweto to Chobe. That's where I met uh, 
wrong people. I can't say it was peer pressure. Mm. I, yeah, I can't say it was peer pressure. I did it myself. And how old were you? Uh, roughly, I was 21 or so. Mm. 20, mm. 21, just mm. after, after high school. Mm. And, and and when you first started using the drug, was it just something that was easily accessible to you? Come again? I, I'm saying, was it something that was easy to get a hold of uh, in terms of the drug itself? I mean, as, as I said, my parents mm. were no longer alive by then. Mm. So, you know, the stress and the peer pressure, I can see it was peer pressure as such. Mm. You know, when you're growing up, when you're at high school, you meet friends, you start... Uh, smoking cigarettes, weed, alcohol. But now the pain of losing my parents grew to that extent whereby I wanted something stronger mm. to, 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 I mean, on a daily life, to accommodate with my friends that are with uh, at the moment. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's where I, I got to up to your office. And, and, and did you know what what they were putting inside it? The ingredients yes. of the drug? Yes, I knew it was Nyaope. Mm. Like I said, wheat was no longer stronger, uh, according to my thoughts. So I wanted something stronger that I could, I mean, live on a daily basis. Mm. I'm one of those guys who can't go outside and face reality on a sober minded. Mm. So I thought maybe getting a bit higher was something good at that moment. Mm. So it was something like uh, 2000, 2002 to 2003. And and how often how often would you smoke it? On a daily basis. Once every day, basically. Not once every day. Mm. I mean, every after one hour. I mean, when you you get hold of money, mm. you needed something to smoke. Mm. So I mean, life in the streets of Shovek wasn't that easy. Mm. So for me. To face reality, I had to get high, not knowing I'll end up losing part of my life. How how, how much were you buying it for? By then it was 25 francs. Mm. Yeah, by then it was 25 francs. I'm not quite sure now how much yeah, it is because yeah. uh, I ended up doing wrong things. Mm. I mean, I uh, robbing people. Uh, I got arrested. Now and then I was in jail. So I met this other guy in jail who also who told me he was a Christian. Uh, he told me straight up, nah. Mm. I mean, if you have to face reality, you have to be yourself. So after jail, I came outside. Uh, sometime last year, during COVID, uh, I met Mr. Malika who offered me a job. So now uh, I'm trying by all means to, 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 to focus on my life. Mm. What what were you arrested for? Robert. Had had you been robbing people to, to, to basically yeah, to feed, finance yeah, your to feed, addiction? To, to, feed, to feed my habit. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You know, it, it's, such, it's such an incredible journey that, that you have been on. At which point did you stop using Nyaupe? Rather than when I was in jail. Mm. Yeah, because now uh, I could no longer afford to, 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 to get hold of my smoking habit. I mean, mm. Nyaupe is no longer in jail. He, 
you don't have an option. I mean, when you're in jail, you sleep, you bath, there's mm. nothing more. Mm. Yeah. How how difficult was it for you that period? It was painful. It wasn't difficult. It was painful. Mm. It was very very painful, but I managed. Because this guy who was a Christian, he also introduced me to church. Mm. Yeah. And you have a, a second opportunity now, um, in terms of in terms of your own life and what you want to see become of your life. Uh, w- what are your plans for the future? As you know, most people always say when you dream, you, must, you have to dream big. So I'm dreaming big. Mm. I'm dreaming big. I can't say I'll get off. Uh, I'll get hold of what I want in life, but. I pray and hope someday doors will open. What have you learned from your experience? It's not a good life. Because, I mean, you still... You are hating people at the end of the day. I mean, it's a rough experience. Mm. It's a rough experience, that's all I can say. Did, it's, did, not, it's not easy. Mm. I mean, I met, I, met, I met good guys when I was smoking. We also smoked we, uh, in Europe. We also spoke of how they want to stop. But uh, when, when, when you're into it, when there's no one who could show you another door, I mean, it's hard. Did did you feel did you feel guilty or did you, or even feel bad about the people that you were robbing? Um, to 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 fund your 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 habit. I, I'll speak on behalf of myself. Mm. I felt bad. I felt very bad. But now that that thing of I have to feed my habit, I had no choice. When you are smoking your opi, you must have a friend you, who you smoke with on a daily basis. So if he goes out, mm-hmm. or if we go out and rob people, and I don't buy nyaope. So I used to smoke it alone. Now, the habit of if that thing is in me. I have to smoke as well. Mm-hmm. You try problems, then let's do something else. Let's go look for work. Let's do something positive about our lives. Now, when you find work, it, it differs because uh, now when you are working you, you wait for your salary mm. of wishing you are you have to smoke it on a daily basis so yes I might say I felt that every day when I did it Kolani Ndlovu, uh, your hearing is, that's the voice of Kolani Ndlovu, and he is uh, a former Nyaube user, and as you heard, he's been through quite a journey, uh, you know, getting into a life of crime, just to be able to, to fund his habit, to fund his use of, of Nyaube, that landing him in jail. And um, as you heard, he only came out of prison last year. And that was uh, the time during which he was able to stop using um, Nyaube. Kolani, how difficult was it for you coming out of prison and you're back into your environment, you're back into seeing the people that you used to smoke with and used to do crime with? What are the kind of conversations that you've, you had to have in order to not go back into that life? 
you know, action speaks louder than words. Obviously, when you come out of, when you come out of jail, people uh, will take you like as if uh, you are still the same. Mm. But now you have to show them. I mean, you came out a changed man. Action, your, your actions, your doings will speak for 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 for, for you. Mm. That's what I did. I came out. I became a good man. I stopped. Uh, I stopped going to. Uh, I stopped. Uh, I mean, hanging out with the pet guys. Now I'm, I'm a church goer, obviously. Okay, Mr. Malika, obviously, some guy offered me a job. Now I'm. I mean, like I'm taking good care of myself. Mm. Yeah. All right, Kolani, we certainly wish you the best on, on the rest of your journey and thank you uh, for coming onto the show this morning and for uh, for sharing your own personal story where uh, the use of Nyaobe is concerned. Of course, I'll also take uh, your calls on the subject. The number to use this morning is 011-714-2006. The SMS line is 41391 on WhatsApp 0614-1041. And on Twitter, uh, your comments at SFM Radio, the hashtag there, SFM Talking Point. So on the other side of this, we'll be speaking to those that have been trying to intervene in assisting people like Kolani and Abednego who are at different phases in, in their lives. And we'll find out how it is that families, communities can get can get involved. What is it that uh, people can do? And I'll also take your calls on the subject. It's just after 10.30. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. So we continue our conversation then this morning looking at the um issue of Nyaube in our con- in our country, the use of Nyaube in our communities and just how it is ravaging portions of our society and we've had calls from uh, you know, really helpless family members community members who, who don't know what to do, who don't know how to intervene and uh, we're hearing from the experiences uh, you heard Abedniko who is still a current user of Nyaube, he says he's reduced his use. It's down to just once a day now, but he's been using it for four years. It was stress that pushed him there. And Kolani, I think a similar experience, losing both parents, not having that advice in his life, led him then uh, into, you know, seeking different ways of of, 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 of of, of engaging, you know, and he says there, there are points where, uh, you know, smoking weed isn't enough anymore and you need something uh, stronger. Let me bring in to the conversation Bito Maleka, who is an entrepreneur and also owner of PM Grave Closure. Bito, good morning to you and thank you for your time this morning. Good morning, Mom Shashan, and good morning to the listeners. We've heard from both the gentlemen that have been on the show uh, describing how you have played a significant role in um, in actually getting them either an opportunity to work or um, in helping them reduce their use of, of this drug. What have you seen, Bizo, in the community uh, about Nyaube and, and how it's affecting our communities? You know, Mamsha, truly speaking, I've seen it draining our community to the drains. I've mm. seen it killing almost every great opportunity of these guys. We've got very brilliant 
guys out there who who sometimes are, are helpless. And as I'm listening to them right now, Kiva very emotional, and uh, I'm busy praying and say, let me just be strong because of dealing uh, with It's not it's not easy. You need mm-hmm. to have be lovable. You need to. It's like your babies. To 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 them. I'm their father, I'm their advisor, I'm someone that they can run to, mm. you understand? Mm. I, I need to have a million in my account because of how Kotoba Patara, they will still come back to you and say, Kushota in, Inosiami in, you understand? Mm. So it it really pains my heart. I'm trying so, so hard to, 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 to take them out of the streets. Because of if you can sit down with them and listen to their dreams and listen to them, you'll you'll have mixed uh, mixed feelings at the, in in five minutes. So and listening to their ideas, it's it really pains my heart sometimes. Mm. This this is an area where where most people would try and run from. And not necessarily run to because, um, like like you're saying, it's 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 difficult to 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 help individuals who are fighting addictions of of this nature. So so what made you want to actively get involved in helping them uh, turn their lives around? You know what made me to 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 look at them kalisholeling. It's this thing kohai ne. So maybe all the time I defeat uh, on Saturday, among they would always pass and say, Gamla, no mm. So I'd listen to them two minutes, two minutes. Then on Monday, I would buy soaps because of Abasha, mm. and then get to the street. And sorry to interrupt then. I'm going to ask you to, to try and speak as much English as possible. Oh. Please, <laughs> okay. please. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll try my level. Uh, sure, I'll sure. Try. Mm. So they will always say, Ngamla, put something, you understand, mm. and give us something. Then I would buy soaps and give each one of them. Mm. Uh, so then when they say, ah, Ngamla, why are you giving us soap? And then I said to them, to them you said, no, my mm. So they leave it past. And then tomorrow again, they will say, Ngamla, no, my yin, except in tea. <laughs> give me anything except soap. <laughs> so yeah. it made me always wanted to, it fascinated me because of you looking at them, then I would laugh. Then I said to them, you know what? I need to hire these guys once mm-hmm. and see what will happen. So gave them. I, I went to them and I said to them, guys, don't you want to work with me? Mm-hmm. And they said, uh, we can. So why not? Why not? Let's go. Then I took them photos wearing uniform. They were like clean because of the uniform is clean. Mm-hmm. Then I took them photos. Then I started working with them on Saturday. And then on Sunday again, then I get to listen to their stories. Mm. I get to listen to them. You'd, you, you'd swear these guys, most of them, they are intelligent. They giving you ideas. They ended up helping me in, in some of the work, in, in, in how, 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 I, how to run my business. Mm. And it, 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 it excites me. So I took them photos. I put it on my Facebook page. And then I said, I've just hired 20 new guys. 
Then I listened to, to the comments. Hey, they're going to steal your shovels. Hey, they're going to steal your uniform. Not even a single one of them did that. Then I managed to see that, you know what? I asked them, what is it that is happening when you smoke this thing? No, this thing wants us to eat. This thing is like chowing our stomach, you know? Then I started, in my business, we closing craze. Then we started maintaining craze. So I'll take them in the morning, mm. buy them cigarettes. Then the whole day we are busy cleaning the craze, cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. Then they forget that they need to go smoke. Mm. And then I realized that this thing, it wakes them up in the morning, yeah, at night. Then they'll start going by smoking people, breaking people's house. Then I said, you know what? How about I give these guys a sleeping tablet? Then I went to the pharmacy, bought the overcount sleeping tablets. Then I asked their parents to give them to sleep at night. Then automatically, they would work during the day. I would buy them food, which is loaf brown, uh, coke, and chips. Mm. would eat and then work. The whole day we were at the cemetery. West Park, Avalon, Toronkop, any cemetery. We clean, 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 clean. Then round about five, six, we come back. We hang around, I talk with them. Then they go home, they wash, they mm. sleep. Mm. Then I'd ask the parents to give them uh, these uh, uh, sleeping tablets. But with the communication from the doctor that they mustn't take it uh, regularly. Mm. Then they would sleep. It happened that three of them realized that Naiman, it's been three days in Gamla. I have not been smoking. Mm. And that's when I, I realized that you need to keep them busy in order for for them to forget about this. And then working with them, I found it very challenging, very, very, how can I put it, very attractive. Because of now, they are now in their sober mind. They know how to reason. They know how to talk to you. They've got dreams to, to fulfill. I'm also praying to God that if I can grow this brand bigger than the way I, I am now, mm. I wish I could build them a big place whereby we'll have entertainment there. They'll sleep there. Anything they want to do, we just do it in our in our own space. Then Saturday, we wake up, we go close graves, we come back Saturday, they watch soccer, they can do whatever that they want to do. Mm. That mm. is my plan about them because of, there's absolutely nothing wrong. It's what they went through in their families. It's what their families are going through. Some of them, but their parents are not working. Some of them, they, they lost both their parents. They don't know what to do. They don't have anyone that can advise them. You understand? You'd fire them. Sure. If we're not working, they'd go to my mother's house. They stayed outside. Then my father would ask them, what oh, guys, are you working today? No, we're not working, baby. Don't want us to clean the They are. Don't want us to do this. Then I ended up saying, you know what? Let me just make these guys my family, part of my family. Mm. I would go around and you'll be surprised. You know, most of them, most of them, they don't even know a mall. Then I would make days. This week I'll take 10, we go to 17. Next week, take the other one to Israel Mall. Just, and you'll be surprised how happy they are. Mm. I remember last sure. year, we opened up accounts and then we took them, I took them to Southgate. They were like playing with the escalators, going up, <laughs> coming down, <laughs> going up. <laughs> and mm. for me it was like what is wrong with these guys but truly speaking they're doing a great job uh, right. I'm asking God to give us more strength and have a peace of mind with them mm. get to make them my friends more than anything and yeah 
All right, Pito, th- thank you so much for uh, for just that 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 honest account. Natrishka Naidu, let me uh, bring you into the conversation here. You are the operations director at Assisted Recovery Centers of of Africa, and you know you deal on a more professional level with those who are you know uh, who are suffering from different types of uh, addictions. Uh, I would imagine your own contribution for today. Um, hi there, Kathy. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. And firstly, I would really like to commend Mr. Maleka on the excellent work that he's doing. Um, just to touch on addiction in general, and mm. just to mention what we've heard from Abenego and Mulali, that very often once you get into Nayope, because the physical withdrawals are so severe, you can't even get addicted after one use. Mm. And then what happens, as they said, is that you need to use it every day. Because if you don't use it every day, the withdrawals become so severe that they struggle to function. So it no longer becomes using the drug to just get high. It becomes using the drug to feel normal. Mm. And when trying to get off the drug, one of the biggest barriers to entering treatment is the fear of the withdrawals. So in, for instance, Mr. Ngulani's case, he was able to stop because he was in jail. He went through what we call a cold turkey withdrawal which is a very painful withdrawal, and many people can't actually manage to go through that. So what we at ARCA have actually developed is a rapid medical detox. And what that does is that compresses the normal withdrawal cycle, which is about 14 to 21 days of pain and suffering, into a very short time, which is about three to four days. And that's done with adequate sedation with our doctors and our nurses. And that actually allows our patients to recover a lot faster in a safe environment. Mm. And that's why when they go to the counseling and actually help to make those changes, they are in a better mind frame and mindset to do that. Jeez, so many, so many callers lined up already that want to contribute to this conversation. Gamo in the Val, good morning to you, Gamo. Um, hello, Mam Kesi, how are you? I'm all right, how are you? Um, excellent. Um, I'm just hearing the devastating effects of, 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 of the pandemic. Um, but um, I don't think that, Mam Kesi, we are really tackling um, the conversation in its truest um, context. You know, mm. the truth about Nyaupe is that we need to be effect and, and, and firm. Okay? First and foremost, um, was there Nyaupe before 1994? The answer is no. Um, and Ever since 1994 up until now, I'm sure our government has tried, even went to length uh, of, of, of educating us on, 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 on television screens. Um, if you remember, um, I think this is for ev- everyone that is um, South African. In, in when, when generations became the first user of, of the drugs, uh, a black person that we saw on TV using drugs was, was Karabo Morocco. I, I don't know whether people remember that or not. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't remember, but Gamo, get to your point. Yes, my my point my point is that now mm. um, we need to be uh, true in, in the context that uh, this pandemic is it, it's a cartel, so we need to start investigating um, the origins of the cartel because they don't they, the, the the drugs or the nyaupe does not just um, spring out like mushrooms um, for for wherever we are in, in the location wherever mm. we are. In, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a cartel, and until um, our police and, and the authorities really, really start to, you know, prosecute people for it, then I will mm-hmm. see us having a better mm-hmm. life, you okay. know, because 
Yes, right now, um, like me, I'm also a taxi driver. Um, and where I am now in the taxi ranks, every second person that is moving up and down is, 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 is a drug user, a mm. uh, user. Um, they still, um, they still from us like your your mm. wheel caps. They still everything, and mm. we can't always beat them. You, you understand? And sometimes even the police, we get them here in the taxi rank to come and arrest these guys. And then sometimes they just leave them there because they're saying they are dying in their cells. Mm. So, yeah, for, for that sure. caller, oh, yeah, the, 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 the guy that you spoke to that was able to, to quit uh, while in police custody, I mean, go, uh, God, God, God thank him. He was able to pull through. Sure. Gamu, thank you. Thank you so much for that call. Gamu is saying there are people who are making money from the distribution of this drug in communities, and those are the people that should be brought to book. Ali in Parare village in Zanin. Good morning to you, Ali. Good morning. Good morning to you, Katie. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Ali. A uh, long time, Katie. Yes, it's been a while since we last spoke. Uh, great, yeah. great to speak hey, to I, you. Just nowadays, <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm always busy. But anyway... Uh, I hope you are all well there in studio, Kathy. Yes, go for it. Kathy, I feel sorry for young people who are using Nyaup. This is this thing is killing our young and brave people. So I want to plead with whoever who experiences some difficulties in their lives not not to ever think of using Nyaup. It's not good because most of these boys they don't even eat. Uh, they only depend on uh, things like knickknacks and water mm. for the whole day. For mm. the whole day, so so it's it's bad. And um, I want to praise uh, people like Mr. Malika who step into this boy's lives and rescue them. May God give him strength to continue helping other other uh, other uh, young young people. And uh, last, uh, Katie, sometimes uh, when I look at this thing. Sometimes uh, some of uh, our young people who smoke nyaupe, um, it is because of this. Uh, there's even no job, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Some they mm-hmm. some they even went to they are matriculant. They even uh, pass the the, the matric, They got certificate, but there's no job, so they end up telling themselves that um, we are nothing. Uh, we, we, they even regret having gone to school, but mm. at, at the end, there's no job. So gov- government, the government, government must step in as well and help these these this people. They All must right. create jobs as they used to promise people that vote for us. We are going to create job opportunities for mm. young. Yeah, they must step in, government. So thanks a lot, Kathy, uh, and uh, I hope all will be well. Uh, let's, Mr. Malika. Uh, not throw in the towel continue to uh, in helping these people thank all you right. very much Eke. all right ali Th- thank you so much for that ali from uh, parare village in zanin let me take a quick break i'm going to continue with more of your calls and our guests bizo malega and natrishka naidu are still on the line the talking point with kathy motasana weekdays 9 a.m till midday Peace of mind means knowing you're supported wherever you are. Iveco has vehicle maintenance support throughout South Africa and the SEDEC region. Visit iveco.co.za to find out more. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.3 FM.
FM in Rustenburg. We continue the conversation focusing on the use of Nyaube in our communities and how it has infiltrated our communities. I'm taking your calls. Uh, Dindwe in Tabanchu. Good morning to you, Dindwe. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? I'm well, thank you, sir. I'm good. Uh, firstly, let me say to Mr. Maleka that may the God Almighty give him strength, give him courage, and to continue the good work that he's doing. And also Tolani, may he be blessed and keep on doing good things. And the person that he met in jail, let him also be blessed and still pass those messages to other people. Katie, it's heartbreaking we parents who are facing these things daily in our life, in our homes. Mm. Let me be straight and be honest. This morning at 5 o'clock, I wake up, and when my spouse was also awake, I said to her, you know, we can do whatever we like. We can call people, psychologists and what. But if a child is not prepared to repent or get out of these things. This is a thing that we won't manage. Mm. Didn't we, yeah, didn't we, I want you just to pause there because I want to bring Natrishka um, into the conversation here. Natrishka, as somebody who, who deals with this on a professional level, what advice would you have for families and family members like Dintwe? Well, what we advise our family members to do obviously your first step is to do what we call an intervention to sit down as a family with that person and say to them look we all love you this is not an attack but this is what we're seeing and you're throwing your life away and once you talk to them as I mentioned the withdrawals are normally one of the biggest fears so once you actually have that open discussion with them if they are still not willing to go into treatment then families need to look at alternative measures such as tough love So when we speak about something like tough love, we speak about not enabling the person Mm -hmm. and at the same time being able to support them and being willing to support them in their recovery but not in their active addiction. And things of that meaning not giving them money Um, and saying to them, look, if you're not willing to go in for at least some treatment, then we've got to look at alternatives. And the alternative is sometimes even saying to them, look, you might have to leave the home or things like that Mm -hmm. because If you are willing to get treatment, we are willing to support you 100%, but we do not want to enable you in your addiction. All right. Dintwe, have you tried those those measures, any of them? Uh, We we have tried, Katie. We have tried. Even friends that he was smoking these things with him, they repented. And when we say, get closer to these people, and when they start repenting, is moving away from them. Mm. We can agree that we, we, we take him to, to rehab. The time comes that he must go, he refuses. We have tried mm. all that we can, but I, 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 I hear what the, the, the ladies is saying. Mm. This is the situation that some of us parents we are faced with oh. in our daily lives.
Dintu, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry to, to hear about your your experience there. And, and I certainly hope that you're, you're going to be able to, um, you know, get some get some help in terms of, 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 of assistance. What else can somebody uh, in that position do, Natrishka? So your last option then, Kathy, would be to go the legal route. Mm. And that means actually getting a court order for the person to go to rehab. Mm. And you can do that via the family courts where you could get assistance from a social worker or a lawyer. And then that way you could perhaps get them to go in with a court order. Mzee, can I jump in? Sure, 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 you can. So very briefly for yeah. me, please. Yeah. Yes, because if I'm listening to him, I've got a branch in Bloemfontein. Yeah? Mm. Uh, I, can, I can hear that he's in Tabanchu. I'll get one of my guys. I'll, I'll please through you guys to get the guy's contact number, then I'll get one of my guys that side to start uh, taking him, work with us, and see if the method that I used in I use in Jobek can it help. Because of one thing that I've realized, we need to keep them busy. Mm. Take him to the city to close graves and just to keep his, keep his mind busy and see if with that it, it, it won't help. Because of now the side I've tried it and it worked. All right. All right, Pizzo. Thank you so much for that. We'll definitely connect you. Mzi in the Eastern Cape, good morning. Hi, Sisi. Um, uh, this is a really pandemic that we're facing with, and it affects all of us. Mm. I never thought that I would live in a country where these things are easily accessible. You, you go, I live in a village. You see young people's lives being destroyed. This thing is so accessible. I went into King, um, uh, East London, mm. standing, yeah, selling in the road. Mm. It was on Friday. Then I moved to Port Elizabeth in Central. These guys, I went to buy an airtime. Three are standing in a sliding door in this tech shop. They came to me, two of them, offering me this thing. Mm. And I tell my friend, you see those guys? He said, no. You see the one who is in front of us is selling this thing. It's so, it, it is in every way. And we, we don't only need to, to take these guys into rehab, but we must also make sure that we clean up this thing. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you, Mzi, in the Eastern Cape. KD, in the Northern Cape, let me wrap it up with you. Good morning, KD. Good morning, KD and listeners. Yes. Well, because of time, I'll just be short, but I just want to say that uh, there is a need for support. There should be a, a good option available for the youth so that if they look in, and see this side of additions, whether it's Nyawu, Petik, or Wunga, they should see another side where they could make it in life. But what I would like to say quickly, Kate, is that in our context of uh, South Africa and in perhaps elsewhere, there is a, an element of spirituality in this thing. And I don't know how perhaps even professionals can find a way to to, to incorporate that. Thanks. Okay. Okay, KD in, in the Northern Cape. So, um, yeah, like KD was saying, we're quickly running out of time. So, um, Pizzo and Natrishka, I think I'll give both of you 20 seconds each just to <laughs> <laughs> just just to give your, your closing remarks on, on this uh, conversation. Pizzo, let me begin with you. Yeah, thank you very much for the opportunity. What I would say to to people out there is that let's give these guys support. Sometimes let's give them time and listen to them and teach them that charity begins at home. Some of them, they want to leave. Some of them, they want to, but they don't know where to. So now I'm available to help anyone who wants to. 
let's, let, let's see what we can do. Let's sit down and work this thing out. All right, and, and we'll put uh, Bito's contact details on our social media page uh, at SFM Radio on, on Twitter. Natrishka? Um, from my side, Kathy, I would say that myopia is actually a treatable disease. It is a medical disease, uh-huh. and it can be treated if the um, medical approach with the medical detoxification is done. We use non-addictive anti-craving medications, and we can get involved with social counseling aspects and things like that in a holistic program. It is mm-hmm. a very treatable and manageable disease. If the medical field can step in and assist further, and government can also perhaps get on board in terms of allowing for medical detoxes at government facilities. Thank you so much for coming on to the show, Bito Maleka and Natrishka Naidu there. So let me wrap it up there for today. Please be kind to one another. Take care of one another. It's midday. Sakina Kamwendo, good afternoon.